0: Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament, one book at a time. We're back in the Gospel of Matthew for today's episode, chapter 12, starting in verse 22. Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. He healed the man so he could both speak and see. The crowd was amazed and asked, Could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah? But when the Pharisees heard about the miracle, they said, No wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is divided and fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I am empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcists? They cast out demons too, so they will condemn you for what you have said. But if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger, someone who could tie him up, and then plunder his house. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven, except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or in the world to come. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak about what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. In case it isn't clear yet, the Pharisees really don't like Jesus and the ministry that he is going around doing. He is unpredictable, he is powerful, and he is influential. And it seems like, especially in today's text, that they will do whatever they can to discredit him even in the face of an obvious miracle they refuse to believe which is really saying something right you would think that they would be able to they wouldn't be able to refute it that they would have to acknowledge it that they would have to acknowledge the power and authority that Jesus has and yet they don't want to jesus knowing their thoughts turns against them immediately and appeals to their sense of logic right why would satan cast out one of his own it does not make sense. And if you think that I'm casting out by the power of, of, of demons, Jesus says, what about your own people, right? What about the people that of your Jewish leaders that are casting out demons? Are, are they working with, the, with Satan? Are they in the same boat here? Because they'll turn against you just as fast as I am here. Who can overpower Satan, right? And he compares Satan to being the strong man who lives in a house. You can't go in and plunder this house unless you tie this strong man up. And who can tie up a strong man? Someone even stronger, which is exactly what he's saying about himself, is that someone who is stronger has indeed come, and it's him. He is working through the power and the spirit of God, and the kingdom of God has come into their midst, and yet they refuse to see it. He calls out their hardness of heart and the quote-unquote fruit of their lives and says, how could you possibly know and speak about what is good? You have lost all credibility to judge, to teach, to lead. And a matter of fact, God will hold you accountable because of your inability to do so. You refuse to see the working of God and instead are so tied up with your own self-interest that you can't see what God is doing. The rest of today's episode, I want to point out something that Jesus talks about in verses 31 and 32, talking about the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Now, as Christians, we believe that Jesus forgives us our sins. He is powerful enough to forgive us all of our sins, even though we tend to put a bit of more weight on what we would consider more significant sins. God does not. God forgives all sins. And yet here we have this teaching from Jesus saying that there is a sin that is unforgivable. Now, in light of this, right, what is this Sin, it's blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And, and I'm going to uh, pull a page from one of my teachers coming through school, and I think he did uh, the best job describing the role of what's taking place here, describing what's going on. We have to consider what the work of the Holy Spirit is. And one of the jobs that the Holy Spirit does, what part of his work is that he convicts people of their sins. Now, you have the opportunity to resist his work, to refrain it, to work against it. And when you do that, he isn't going to force himself upon you. He is not going to force you to receive the work that he is trying to accomplish. And when you do that, you remain in unbelief. Your heart becomes hard. And like we're talking about here, this is the sin of unbelief. And what ultimately results in this is that you don't care about what God has to say. Uh, A prime example of this is Pharaoh from the book of Exodus. As Moses comes and says, let my people go, thus thus says the Lord, Pharaoh doesn't care and he hardens his heart and he hardens his heart and God does not force himself upon Pharaoh. Instead, Pharaoh receives the consequences for those actions. And and this is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, is when we hear the word of God and we, we are convicted of our sins and we are shown what God's truth is, We have the opportunity to receive that, to accept it, or to reject it. And when we reject it, we refuse the Holy Spirit's work in our heart. So it's not that God isn't able to forgive this sin, it's that he can't, because he hasn't done that work convicting us of sin. He can't convict us of sin, which is why we are (laughs) remaining in unforgiveness and unrepentance. Now, If you're worried about if you've committed the sin or not, I, I would incline to say that you probably haven't because the fact that you care about the sin in your life shows you that the Holy Spirit is already at work, right? If you didn't care about sin, then the Holy Spirit hasn't done his work in your life. So our takeaway point for us to consider is this, that as you consider God's work in your own life, I want you to take the opportunity to pray for eyes to be able to see that that work is being accomplished. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.